Welcome to Veterinary Vertex, a podcast of the AVMA Journals. I'm Lisa Fortier, Editor-in-Chief, and I'm joined today by Sarah Wright, our Social Media Editor. This year, we celebrated the inaugural Journal Awards for students, interns, and resident authors in JAFMA and AJBR. Today, we're joined by one of our JAFMA Student Award recipients, Dr. Brianna Domenegato. Brianna, we are so excited to speak with you today. Very excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Let's dive right in. You were our very first student award winner class for JAFMA. What was your reaction when you found out that you were nominated and then when you found out you had won? Well, that's that's a great that's a great question. So I didn't even know I was nominated. Um, and uh, how I found out I won, um, I was sitting at the University of Tennessee in the cardiology department very early on in my residency. And uh, my mentor, one of uh, the faculty cardiologists looks over and she's like, oh, congratulations, you won an award. I was like, oh, I did. And um, and then I checked my email because I was in, uh, in the middle of measuring uh, uh, echocardiographic images. And I saw that I had received an email from um, my mentor at uh, the Atlantic Veterinary College, Dr. Etienne Cote, who had forwarded to my current mentor at the University of Tennessee, Dr. Jonathan Abbott. Um, and he was like, oh, congratulations, Doc. Um, and so that's how I found out I won. And I was very, very delighted, uh, very, very humbled um, and appreciative. That's great. You aren't the only one that we've interviewed that said, actually, I didn't even know I was nominated. <laughs> uh, mentorship is alive and well, and we we all get busy, you know, and, and maybe they didn't want you to feel disappointed if you didn't win, but uh, really great manuscript. I learned a lot. That, for those of you that haven't read it, it's actually really clinically applicable, uh, clinically important information about storing samples too long can lead to increased, falsely increased potassium levels in cats. So Thank you for that. It's really th those sorts of things where you're like, huh, I wonder about that, you know, especially so many of us send samples away to different laboratories as well. So um, have you been able to spread the word about that? Yeah, I, um, you know, at the different academic institutions I've been at, you know, I've had the chance to sort of speak to clinicians about it and sort of transfer that word. And um, often it's like, oh, yes, you know, we thought that was you know, what probably happened. Um, but then sort of uh, the manuscript uh, that was published by the team at uh, the Atlantic Veterinary College, you know, solidified that. So, and I'm always happy when I go to locations and they're using plasma. Um, they do run their renal panels or chemistry on plasma versus serum as the manuscript showed that plasma measurements are more accurate for measuring the potassium content in animals. So that's yeah. always nice to see. Makes a lot of sense. And it's great that you take things that are eminence-based and turn them into evidence-based. Those are, you know, we often just trudge along doing things because that's how we were taught to do them. So thank you for your work. It was a it was a pleasure. How has winning this award affected your outlook on your career path? Like maybe even more specifically with writing, reviewing within the within the manuscript world. How has it really changed your outlook? It um, the whole process was was very informative, um, and I was gifted with wonderful mentors, which I learned so much from. Um, in terms of looking forward, 
I thought I'd always had sort of an itch to scratch, you know, wanting to go into academia after I graduated from vet school, um, you know, wanting to contribute to evidence-based research, the body of evidence manuscript writing. Um, this manuscript has definitely uh, placed me in a position where I said, you know, yes, you know, solidified my previous thoughts that yes, you know, most likely I want to go into academia to help and contribute um, to sort of the manuscript and um, community and the literature that's out there. And also then, um, you know, hopefully one day be on the reviewing side of things to review the upcoming literature and critically analyze it. Uh, so definitely it's sort of solidified those goals. Um, and shown me that when you do clinically based research, the impact it can have and how gratifying it can be is really something amazing. It's great to hear that. And it's nice to know that you really found that passion early on. That's also helped shape your career path, it sounds like too, since you're in an academic residency currently in cardiology, which is fantastic. If you ever do want to be a reviewer, even as a house officer, we're always willing to have more reviewers on our team and walk you through the reviewing process, et cetera. So you just let us know. <laughs> okay, perfect. Thank you. What advice would you share with veterinary students that are hoping to publish manuscripts? Yeah, that's that's a great question. I feel that that is, you know, something that is always on um, veterinary students' minds. And sometimes it's uh, a big, daunting task that seems too big you know, uh, too big to take on. Number one would have to be, you need to pick a project that you're passionate about. If you're not passionate about it, if you're not 100% committed to it, um, carrying out that research and then writing up that research is going to feel like such a big chore and there will be no joy from it. Um, the second tip I have is pick wonderful mentors because your mentors, you know, as a vet student, you're very young in sort of the scientific uh, research community, you know, you have a lot to learn. And so you need to pick mentors that are going to help guide you and help you grow through that process. Um, and I was very fortunate to have wonderful mentors that did that with me. But thirdly, the um, another important factor to consider is you need to consider the depth and breadth of the project. When you're starting out as a veterinary student, there are many different projects out there. There's some wonderfully, um, very influential projects that have contributed to veterinary medicine substantially. Um, a lot of those projects are a lot to bite off and very massive projects and undertakings. Um, so you need to choose a project that is that you are able to accomplish as a veterinary student, whether it be, you know, in your summer break between uh, years or while you're going through that school. If you choose a project that is too big to handle, um, it will just probably lead to a lot of frustration and then possibly you may end up not finishing the project and then going away from research altogether because you're getting so frustrated. So um, that is also helpful by picking good mentors because they will help guide you towards a project that they know is appropriate for a veterinary student. Yeah, all really great points, Brianna, that, you know, when I first started 30 some years ago in mentoring people as well, you get better as a mentor at picking those mm -hmm. projects that you're talking about that, you know, you can put down and walk away and it's not too molecular and it's not horribly discovery-based. Um, 
So that is really important because you want to be a finisher and have success. I mean, you've been wildly successful, not only getting a very impactful manuscript published, but you just won an award. Um, so, so all really great advice. Uh, and I would echo what Sarah said, you know, for you or for anybody that's listening, if you don't, you know, we hear, I mean, you could call it imposter syndrome, uh, but a lot of people say, oh, I don't think I'm qualified to be a reviewer, uh, but we're here to help, you know, and learning how to evaluate the scientific literature is really an academic endeavor. And we offer CE credits now uh, because it is such a, a, a wonderful contribution to education and science. So we're here to help. Uh, as we get closer to wrapping up, we try to ask a little bit more of a personal question. And so what we would like to know is what is the oldest or most interesting thing in your desk? Well, that's a great question. Um, I don't know if you've ever heard this answer before, but um, what I have in my desk are the Ossacorda bones from a beef heart. So some people know that there are bones um, in hearts of mammals, uh, sorry, in, heart, in hearts of animals in general. And so uh, one of the mammals that we can easily sort of get a heart of and dissect sort of the skeleton of the heart and in, in the cow, it has to, happens to be an osseous skeleton, um, are the bones that sit around the aorta in them. And so I had, uh, fascinated by cardiology, um, I chose a project when I was an undergrad to determine sort of the fibrous or the skeleton structure of the heart, because I thought it was fascinating when I found out that hearts can contain bones in some creatures. Um, and so I got myself a, a big beef heart from the butcher and went to work, you know, dissecting it out. And everything was so big and so clear and you could see the valve leaflets, the chordae tendon, it was amazing. And then I cut out um, the ossicorda bones. And that is what's in my desk and probably the most interesting thing in it. Um, and a little reminder to think that sort of my path to cardiology started when I was all like, oh, I wanna see these bones in this heart. I love that response and I love the curiosity too. I think we all have a bit of that as veterinarians and really cool to see that you've come full circle and started down the path and was determined. And here you are today as one of our journal award winners. So thank you. Thank you so much. And just congratulations again to you and to all of our award winners. To our listeners out there, if you know a deserving student, intern, or resident, JAVMA, or AJVR author, please go to our journal website to nominate them for this year's awards. You can read Brianna's manuscript on our journal website. I'm Dr. Sarah Wright, joined by Dr. Lisa Fortier. We want to thank each of you for joining us on this episode of the Veterinary Vertex podcast. We love sharing cutting-edge veterinary research with you, and we want to hear from you. Be sure to leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or whatever platform you listen to. Until next time, take care, and we'll see you soon. 